this is a very different episode from anything I've ever done before. This, I guess, is more of a reflection. A celebration. Just some thoughts and different opinions I've had over the years. Things I've believed in, things I don't really believe in anymore. This is, I guess, a reflection of 26 years as I turn 26 on uh, Friday, June 30th. I was uh, born 1997, and it's really scary. I still remember all the trailers for Spider-Man 2 in the mid-2000s and how scared I was of Dr. Octopus, and it just reminds me how long ago that actually was, even though it feels like it was just yesterday. It feels like, even as time goes, when the Seattle Seahawks got their new uniforms, it feels like it was just a... Uh, couple years ago when it was actually closer to like eight nine years ago so yeah I've come to really learn what adults always said about time flying or what people always talked about when they said you know you blink and all of a sudden you're old I guess I wouldn't say I'm old yet but I'm definitely getting there and what even scares me more is maybe when I'm 36 how things are gonna feel at that point and how long ago time will feel to me another example is like my chemical romance they're all welcome to the black parade i feel like i remember that single hitting the airwaves like it was just yesterday when it was really 2007 i remember loving that album and really enjoying it even though i couldn't tell you anything else but mcr so I started this podcast about, give or take, three years ago. Maybe just, maybe just over three years ago. I don't remember the exact day. I just remember it was after a breakup. I uh, did Niagara College Radio on uh, a show with my good friend Ryan and a very good friend Liam. And you know, it was a lot of fun. It was different because I got to got to voice my own opinions. Because I always watched uh, SportsCenter or ESPN. I used to watch, uh, pardon the interruption, almost every night. I When I watched that show, I pretended I was a third person at that table. Talking to them about whatever subjects. Tony Kornheiser was a big inspiration, and so was Michael Wilbon. And they have no clue who I am, but I really do appreciate them. And the product they put on TV and how just amazing it was. And uh, eventually I started watching First Take more when that got a little more relevant in my teenage years. Probably the later ones. And uh, there's a personality on the show, and his name was Will Kane. And I know a lot of people probably have mixed feelings about his politics. But I think Will Kane is one of the best debaters I've ever heard on television. He's also genuinely one of the smartest people I think that knows how to convey his sports opinions in a good, proper way. I don't think many people can make the same points he makes with the impact. He was another person I listened to his show every day in college and... I always thought, maybe I can do what he does. 
just pretend that grammatically sounded better. I always thought, you know, he uh, he had his little supporting cast, and my favorite was uh, one of his producers named Nuno. And Nuno was always firing back at him with comments, and they'd have very good back and forth. It was always, it seemed like a really good time. He also had the character, I forget his name, but another guy on the show from Philly. He had uh, another, I forget his name, but he did have another producer on the show who uh, would have a lot of back and forth with him. And that was when that show was at its most entertaining. I can't remember his full name, but I have clips saved on Facebook. So, eventually I, I get a shot with... Uh, the 3rd and 10 crew with Ryan and Liam. And I decide that I'm going to attempt to, you know, I see what I could say. See what would sound good. See if I had potential, I guess. Because I before that, I should be honest, I, in my first year of college, I did a little show with a guy named Tommy who's in a band in Hamilton and uh, another guy with Phoenix. I don't know what's up with Phoenix these days, but... It was more about wrestling, and wrestling at that point I was a fan of, but I wasn't exactly a big enough fan to feel like I could make good takes that could really counter there, so I came off as much more of the heel character. Probably because I was trying to play up the heel vibe a little bit, like the villain vibe. But anyways, the first big show I'd consider, though, that like I was a part of, I don't even know if I'd call it big, but it was 3rd and 10 on Niagara College Radio. I remember my father thought I was a genius until I started talking hockey, but that's a different story for a different day. But, you know, I I had so much fun. I Especially when me and Liam would get at, kind of get at each other, that was always just an absolute blast. I, I genuinely think Liam is one of the smartest people I've ever met sports-wise when it comes to conveying his points. He does it in a very fun and entertaining way, and uh, I hope one day he's able to do something more with uh, sports media, because he has a lot of talent when it comes to arguing, especially and making it really fun. And uh, I got really heated with him too. Sometimes it actually was genuine anger. I actually was really angry with him. But you know what? There were points when, even though I thought his argument was ridiculous, he, he won the debate, like with the Raptors in their championship, so I, I give him a lot of credit. Ryan was always more of the kind of the level-headed one between the three of us. He was the one who'd always, you know, keep things at a... keep things at very much par. You know the thing was, too, especially when it came to politics, me and both those guys, well, those two are more politically aligned, but I was very politically different than both of them but what i always appreciated about them was that they put that aside you know and we could do a really good show together something that i'm genuinely proud of and something that when i look back on my life i'm so proud of the work i did with them on that show because i think third and ten had a lot of well very quality content there was also a second part the second half hour but i i'm not being rude i I love doing that show too, but it was with, uh, it was basically covering all sports, not just football, which was the idea of 3rd and 10. To make a long story show short though, after college ends, I can't do the show anymore because I have to move back to Guelph. And I don't know what I'm going to do anymore when it comes to media. So Ryan helps me out and he gets me uh, a good microphone. 
I start recording a little, and uh, I did the we continued third and ten with a little podcast. It was still a lot of fun, and I still I don't know if the channel's still up, but I'd still recommend listening to some of our episodes because we still did have some really good debates. It's just without us all being together in the same room and seeing eye to eye and just the look of passion in our eyes while we were all arguing with each other. I don't think the show had the same magic. Also because we were at a college, we had much busier lives and we had a much more complicated routine during the day. So I don't think the show had the same magic as it did when we were at Niagara College, but it was still a lot of fun. But Benchwarmers Club, I decided to start that summer after college ended. It was right after a breakup, as I said earlier. And it was a it was a bit of a tough time in my life, I guess. I was working for the school board. I was trying to get a security job. And I guess uh, now I'm working for the school board again, trying to get a policing, special constable sort of role. So I guess work-wise, I'm in a similar place. But I'm a lot happier. Not happier, I suppose. Um, I started doing Benchwarmers Club, and originally I was just going to make it college football-centric. Because college football is my favorite sport, and probably will always be my favorite sport. Unfortunately, though, in Canada, we don't have the audience for just college football. So I thought I'd have to diversify the product. I'd have to talk about a lot of different things. Which is where I brought on a bunch of co-hosts. So I got on my uh, brother, Josh, and uh, he was very good for talking about basketball and talking about football. He's very knowledgeable. He's very, uh, my brother, he knows a lot of stuff. He's probably a more aggressive debater than I am, but that's okay, because I like a little bit of pushback. And we also got on another guy, another Josh, so we had the Triple J show, the flagship show. Unfortunately, though, as time went on, just our lives got too busy, and those two weren't really part of the product anymore. And I don't think my brother will really ever come on again. I don't think he has any reason to want to come back on the Benchwarmers Club. I think that part of this show is done. It's also been maybe two and a half years since he's come on. Which, in all truth, was actually... It does make me a little sad, but not too sad. Because I do enjoy really just talking alone. So, although it was supposed to originally just be college football, maybe a little bit of NFL, it slowly did transition to being more of a media show. Which was always my intention when I called it Benchwarmers Club Sports and Entertainment Podcast. Because I always wanted to leave the door open for entertainment. Originally, I was just going to make that wrestling. But, again, as I said earlier, I've really fallen out of love with wrestling, and I don't really care about the product anymore. I do really care about the 90s stuff and the early 2000s stuff, but everything else I really don't have a strong feel on. I, uh, guess I... Oh? I Okay, good, we didn't jam. Sometimes this computer's slow and it jams up. Uh... The entertainment's become more of a music outlet for me to talk about albums I really like, songs I really like, and other stuff that I really like. And that's going to be something I'm going to be doing in the future. My top 50 favorite albums. I think it's time to update it. 40 of them aren't ordered, 10 are. And 
where I'm going with this is this has been a nice fun little outlet for me to uh, just speak and get my voice across. I know I got some viewership when I was working at the hospital. Some of the nurses enjoyed listening to it, which I really do appreciate. I haven't really promoted this to the school board at all. You'll only really hear it if I post it on my Facebook. But I'm not really as worried about how many people listen anymore. And more so about maybe the few people who do listen, maybe they enjoy what I put out. Because I, I do get some episodes that do pretty well, but usually that tends to oddly enough be some of my board game takes, which is because I think there's not a ton of board game podcasts that people really gravitate towards. Where when it comes to sports, I mean every guy with a mic, every girl with a mic, you know, has an opinion on sports. Everyone's got an opinion on sports no matter who you are. So that's where we get to... Basically, when it comes to viewership, I'm not always necessarily super concerned. I used to be very, and I used to get very sad when a lot of hard work I put into something wouldn't get any views. And it was a little crushing at first, but at this point, you know, I'm very content with the fact that I don't believe this show will ever get much bigger. I think what I have right now, especially on Facebook, is as big as it's ever really going to get, unless I can somehow get into the TikTok market, but... I hate TikTok. I genuinely hate social media. And this might be because I'm old now, but I think social media is terrible. And if I didn't do this show, I would not have Facebook. I think Facebook and a lot of these other social media outlets are full of garbage that just say nonsense. And it's basically just a big group think tank. Because even like I'm, uh, I'll, I won't be a hypocrite. Like, I've unfriended people before, more when I was younger. I don't really care nowadays for saying stuff that I just thought was completely ridiculous. But looking back, I shouldn't have done that because, you know, I, I'm sure people probably wanted to unfollow me for stuff I've posted in the past. I'm definitely no saint. All I'm trying to say is this. It's okay to disagree with people, and I think social media creates, like, a sort of think tank, of groupthink. But anyways, I'll stop talking about social media. So yeah, where the show's going in the future, I guess, is kind of what it's always been. I took a very, before I go on about that, I took a very long hiatus during COVID. Because I genuinely had nothing to say. I think Neutral Milk Hotel, the album in the airplane over the sea, when uh, Jeff Magnum, Magnum, however you say his name, he puts down the guitar, and he never made music since at the end of that album because he said he had nothing to say. That's genuinely how I felt. What got me back to making episodes was the Nebraska football incident, where I got very heated because a lot of schools were upset with Nebraska football wanting to play, even though there were the COVID restrictions. And something about that when I read the article, I think it was on, uh, I think it was an ESPN article. And I thought the person commentating on the incident was so biased against Nebraska football that I genuinely felt like I had to say something. And I had to, even if only two people heard, maybe if only one person heard, I genuinely felt like I had to say something to at least defend the school. And I know it's rich to say the poor guy here is defending the multi-billion dollar university. But something about the whole thing just made me sick to my stomach and... It's probably the angriest episode I've ever made. 
other than Illinois getting bounced from uh, NCAA basketball in the tournament. That's really the only other time I've ever gotten so heated I haven't been able to really talk or even think. But yeah, so ever since I did that episode, I've had more to say. So that's why I don't always have a frequent upload schedule. I tend nowadays when I have time and I feel like I got something of quality to say that's going to add to a conversation, I'm more than happy to make an episode. But if I don't, I genuinely would rather just play board games or work out, I guess, in the basement or do something else or watch a movie. I just finished The Godfather 2. And I have a little bit of time right now before I have to get ready for work in probably 15 minutes here at 2 o'clock. And, uh, yeah, that's why I'm recording right now. I felt like I had something to say. Which, by the way, as a side tangent, The Godfather 3 is probably the most, what's the word, misunderstood movie ever made. I just wanted to get that out there, too. So... The show in the future, I'm not sure what it's going to be. I'm not sure even how much longer it'll be around. Who knows? I think I'm going to keep making episodes. Until you actually do hear me make an episode called I'm Not Making Anymore. Which I've almost done before, actually. Until that happens, I will continue to at least podcast a little bit. At least say something every once in a while. Now, if 3rd and 10 comes back, which I would love to happen, I hope it will happen one day. Even if it's not popular, it was still just so much fun. You know, I I think once or twice a month is going to be what I'm going to aim for. It used to be I'd try to do one weekly, but once every two months might even have to be the conclusion I come to. Because I, it's just sometimes tough with time. So... Another couple thoughts, I guess, is also, if you listen to the show, I hope kind of like me, you've been able to grow. Because as I turn 26 and I reflect back on what I used to say on uh, the old 3rd and 10 at Niagara College, and I reflect on how I was in college, and I reflect upon certain thoughts or views I held when I was younger, you know, I felt like there's been a lot of growth, there's been a lot of change in how I feel about a lot of things. In the sports realm, the political realm, even in the also religious realm, the board game realm. I mean, in college, I played nothing more complex than Risk, and I'm proud to say now I'm playing advanced games that have rule books of 100 pages, which I used to not even try to attempt because I was too scared to play those games. And oddly enough, I played way too much video games in college. I got more free time sometimes now when I was in college, and I just don't have the energy or the care to play video games which is quite odd I'd rather just play board games what I'm trying to say is I've changed a lot in 26 years heck in two years so yeah that's just a little update I think I'm going to record another episode quickly about something else I find in this room to talk about a point I have a lot of people are fast okay this is a funny thing at work whenever I talk about solo board gaming People look at me as if I've just created my own version of the Rubik's Cube, which isn't true. I haven't. But I I think maybe me talking about solo board games, maybe that's a co- topic of conversation I could have. Because it's even something my friends seem to have trouble understanding at times. 
which is okay. I understand. Solo board gaming is definitely not for everybody. But it's definitely for me because I got no one else to play with anywhere. So it definitely does work for me. So yeah, that's basically it. I think I've talked enough the last 20 minutes. Hope everyone enjoyed. Uh, God bless and praise Christ. And I hope you enjoy the rest of your day. I know I will. I'm going to work. Yeah. Yeah.